It's Saturday. It's 7 a.m. This is ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! It starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, Albuquerque. We are yet to be on fire. And I'm doing fine. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon. Oh my God, are you guys in for a treat today? Number one, we got two handsome dudes sitting across from me right now. I could not be more spoiled by handsomeness, intelligence, success, brilliance. Sharp jackets, good-looking headwear. <laughs> I'm joined today by KOB TV's Brandon Ortega. You're back. We two should, weeks in a row. We all worn bandanas like Jewel. I know. I, I love his bandanas. The communication was poor. Yeah, that's that's my fault on the bandana. It is early though. Yeah. So <laughs> next time. It's good to be with you guys, man. And a special guest, Joel. Don't pronounce it, Luvano. You uncultured swine. <laughs> That's close enough. Joel <laughs> Luevano, yeah. Joel Luevano. Yeah. I'm glad I asked because I would have been a doofus mm-hmm. if I would have pronounced it like that on always, purpose. I, always got to double check. Yeah. CEO, back, recruiter, head of security of the Albuquerque Aardvarks Rugby Club. Yes. Good to have you in studio, my man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on behalf of the Aardvarks as well. Absolutely. And behind the glass on the ones and twos, pressing the buttons, taking your calls, looking dope in that retro Duke's hat. Who are you? You're not Vital. I am not Vital. <laughs> Tell the world who you are. You're I'll- not Ron. <laughs> Ron Bale. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm Andrew Martinez. Welcome back, Andrew. Yeah, the go. best reliever in the biz. Let's go. Let's have fun today. It's we're bringing in the lefty or the righty. I'm not sure what we got. Righty, here. righty. He's righty. We're bringing in the righty. Let's go. The best reliever in the game. How you doing, buddy? Good week? Good week. Ready to take a day off, but let's go. Let's, let's finish this. The world will be opening up soon. You got a lovely little smirk on your face. You well, ready I'm, for it? I'm just thinking about, like, he needs a day off. I, I need to get back to work. I've been off of work for, like, four days, and that's usually enough for me. After, like, three, four max, five is too much for me because I have extended weekends every other week because of the times right now. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to get back to work tomorrow, but I will enjoy today the rest of uh, our show and, uh, and then a nice day with my family, a nice little Saturday planned. Yeah, what which is not, uh, not really anything. Going to the Home Depot, a little Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, what do you got going on, buddy? Maybe Olive Garden for dinner. A little Olive Garden, which is lovely. Oh, well, actually, I, can, we can't go inside yet, right? No, not until Monday. Is, does Olive Garden have a patio? Because that's Garden legit. Known for its beautiful patios. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many, of, how many Olive Gardens are in town? Not that they're a sponsor or anything, yeah. but we my got daughter the one. lives. I like one. one. Yeah. Yeah. San Mateo. Not the other one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, but a nice Saturday plan with uh, with my fiance and our two year old. We'll probably bust out his little kiddie pool in the backyard. We did that twice yesterday because we were all off work and school, and uh, just the weather's nice, and we got a little umbrella to put over him, keep him keep him in the shade, and 
yeah, we're just going to take it easy and you know, try to get a little exercise maybe today. I don't know if the listener knows, but I am a skinny ginger, and umbrellas and tree shade and especially sunscreen are super important to me in the heat of summer. You two actually produce melanin, so it must be amazing well, to live in Albuquerque. As a melanin person, <laughs> I uh, I actually do. I seek the shade as well. You know, I I, I just don't like being hot. You don't over you don't overdo it. I try not to. smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the shade is. It's like it's just uh, the wise move. You can still get skin cancer if you're brown, right? For sure. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm just. I'm just. I don't, you can't get too cocky. Just about because it. you have a gift doesn't mean you gotta abuse right. it. I don't abuse yeah. it. I don't like abuse I could not wear sunscreen, you know, an entire day, be in the sun all day, and get a little red, but not, you know, like scorching red. But it's still bad for your skin. You gotta wear the sunscreen. You gotta be in that yeah, shade every like, once in a while. Like a catcher's mitt. When they're older, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm just, I'm just looking out for myself. Right, <laughs> smart move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little PSA for everyone. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, uh, I, I am the class of 2000. I graduated in 2000, and uh, forget the name of the song. I, it might just be called "Wear Sunscreen." Yeah. Our senior class song was Baz Luhrmann's "Wear Sunscreen" song. Is this I, ringing I, any? You remember that? Familiar with that song. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, Andrew, if you got that, rock that. I don't think I've ever heard that one. It's. It's what is it I don't know if that's in the sports animal playlist. It's pretty much a. Oh, I can music, get it on the air. It's what, a what musical it? mansplain. Where where sunscreen's the name really of the is? song? Who's who's the artist? Uh, Baz Luhrmann. Everyone's free to wear sunscreen. You can find that on the YouTube's. Play a clip of that. It'll be it'll be in my head forever. B A S or B A Z. B A Z. He's a. Sounds like a Baz. The movie director. Sometimes he does scores and music. Oh okay. If I remember right, some of those didn't hold up, some of the, that advice. No. I listened to some of it, and it didn't hold up. Yeah, it was a little time-specific. Yeah. The wear sunscreen, though, that one sticks. You, you know, there's theories on the sunscreen. Was that a one-hit wonder? That could have been in your guys' well, one-hit wonder he, tournament. He isn't necessarily a one-hit wonder, but that song was for sure. Is it Charter? Hey, let me let me find this guy. But, yeah, he did a bunch of scores, so that's cool. Yeah, he also did... um. The Great Gatsby, most recently, his big one was Moulin Rouge. You remember that? Oh, one? oh, and the uh, the Great Gatsby with DiCaprio. Yeah, the Leo one. Never saw that one. Is that good? Did you ever see it? I haven't seen that. I don't. One. I don't I'm, think a, big, I'm any, a big any, Leo any guy. Any of those? Oh, I'm a big, definitely a big Leo guy. Just sure. Great Gatsby. I never read it. Never saw any of the versions of it. I I was assigned to read it. Right. <laughs> sure. I wasn't assigned to read it, so that's mainly why I didn't read it. By I'm not a big notes. reader. I, I didn't even do that. No, I just I I somehow graduated high school though. Uh but yeah, I was assigned to read it. I never did. I think I've read like I always did I always read the first two chapters, last two chapters and the book inside cover, you know, the little summary of it. You you got it up. Can you play us a clip? What do we got? We got like 12 seconds of this. We're we're testing Andrew pretty early on in the show. With, I know, man. He's very, bringing his A game. Very... Ladies and gentlemen oh. of the class of 99. Two, uh, 2000 for us. You carried it over. Sunscreen. Yeah. That's from Carlsbad, so I was a year behind on it. One tip for the future. Sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen. This is a long intro. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I think it's like a 12-minute song. <laughs> the real troubles in your life. Oh, yeah. oh this is when the beat drops. Yeah. Oh, the beat's good. It's got a preachy feel to it, but the music says, Skinamax after midnight. Don't be a fool. Hey, thanks for bringing that up. Bringing back memories. Thank you, Andrew.
No problem. It could come so out. I'm the, I'm the old guy in the room, right? Is this is this accurate? I'm fastly approaching forty. Is it is it uh, fair to say I'm the the senior citizen here? I'm on the front nine of thirty. I never tell anyone my age. It's a sign of weakness. Smart. <laughs> Very smart. Very smart. That's where I am with my no, like, gender now. It's gonna I, I, I keep you guessing. It's a sign I, I of weakness. Age all the time. Okay. You know, but I never oh. volunteer my own age. Smart. Yeah. That's solid. If I had some guesses. Speaking of ageless, another Fredless show. No Fred, no Vital. Are we on to something here? <laughs> I think our sizes combined are Fred. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's why I got two. Ba- of you. Barely. Mind weight. Because Fred's usually carrying me through this show, so now I need two of you to carry me from a person the size I'm, I'm of Fred. I'm myself right now. I'm, I see i got to pick up the slack here pretty soon. <laughs> Fred sent me a graduation song that is uh, taking too long to load. Yeah, it's just, C. just vitamin C. Oh, I know. The, the, he, he's so predictable. The standard, yeah, the, the standard graduation song. Oh, okay, duh. Anyway. And Fred was, Fred's going to join us I at think 8.15. Green Day time so, of... Time of Your Life? Is yeah. that the name of the song? Good Riddance. Oh, that, I mean, good Riddance. Good Riddance. That was, that was another big one. Back, Semi-Sonic closing Back in the time. day. Closing, closing time. Yeah, I mean, we, it's, we just think of it as like... Dude, uh, that's a bar out. song. That might yeah, be... That, while they're... That could be a tournament. Graduation songs. Graduation song. Varsity of graduation we're, songs. We're throwing, we're throwing a couple of good ones out there. All right. I could do that. Maybe not a, a 64 field. Maybe a 32. If a Rushmore... Maybe just or, straight oh, to Oh, we talking... Weeknight. You're talking podcast tournament. Yeah. Okay. I'm always thinking of that stuff. Well, those as are, those know, are fun. We do a, a varsity segment or a Rushmore segment at the end of the show. Okay. Should you do graduation songs? We should throw that out a little if bit. If nothing else pops up. We had we a couple of, off the top of our domes without even Googling it. That could, that could work. Oh, uh, I think Eve 6 from that era. Here's to the night. There's an Ooh. Eve 6 billboard. Have oh, you guys man. seen the billboard I off I-25? They were going to come here? I don't know where. But they were coming in Albuquerque. Is it because of or, or or New Mexico in general? No, they were coming here like think before COVID or after COVID. Oh, okay. I was just to make sure that they COVID, decided not to come later in the later in the year or something because of COVID. I just saw I just saw Eve six on a billboard. Yeah, here's um, the that was a, going south on I twenty. That was the graduation era song from like the because two thousand was just all about we need to make a graduation song. There's right. a lot of them. Yeah, there was like, a wave we're of 2000, them. Two thousand were super special. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. New millennium. Yeah. Let's bring in a new era of songs. The exennials. The graduate too. It's kind of anticlimactic. Someone that's lived through 2000. For all you younger listeners out yeah. there, like it was supposed to be a really big deal, you know. But no, it was, it was like oh, this is it. No, we didn't have anything. No, but anyway, yes, it was. But the 2020 graduates, boy, do you guys got a oh, handful? They got oh my goodness, they have a story. Yeah, they do. Pandemic. Poor kids. Reality show president. Cities are on fire. Free speech is yeah, under right. attack. <laughs> this was the easiest way for them to graduate. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That, well, yeah, it's the, it depends what way you look at it because some graduation ceremonies can be way too long and and uh, a bit boring for them. I, thi- I think there was no boring graduation ceremonies the last few weeks. They had that they had, they had interesting you know, memories to go through it. With with like close family and friends and the parades through the streets. It's right. unique. There's like, some there, there's some unique stuff and positive sure. stuff I going on. We did a parade on. for uh, the coach's daughter. We did a parade for her graduation. It was like tons of people. Like no one no one showed up to mine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that. 
They had a lot of gift bags at your graduation party left over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got an awesome show for you today, Albuquerque. Stay tuned. We got John Traub, general manager of the Isotopes, coming on at eight thirty. Fred to talk uh, to talk baseball. We got co-host of the show you're listening to right now, ABQ Central, who is uh, spending time with family in St. Louis. He's going to call in for a segment at eight fifteen. And we got friend of the show and friend in real life, Leah Black of the New Mexico Brewers Guild coming on at 8 o'clock to talk about breweries and tap rooms and restaurants and package and how you can support your local beer community. Stay with us. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. And you're listening on 95.9 FM and AN610, the sports animal. These guys are cousins, right? Uh, Eve Ban, Eve Six, and that's the Gin Blossoms, right? And there. the Gin Blossoms. I bet they've done a concert together, right? Oh, or their mortal enemies. One of the two. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Deleted scenes from the newest episode of Black Mirror. Newest season, yeah. AKA your life. There's some stuff going on that would be big news if the biggest news wasn't happening right now. Uncle Corvid reached over 100,000 people. Bad news, bad news. Are those numbers right? Who knows? Who knows? This is a sports show. We won't go into that. It's not the Joe Rogan show, right? Easy. Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's definitely not that. You're not as buff as Joe. Joe's pretty buff. Oh, I'm svelte. I'm I'm not very dense. Not very not a I don't have a dense muscle. But you have much better hair. Oh, I have hair. That's a big step up. It's part of what's better. It's a big step up. In the news in India, because we do India now here on the show. Monkeys snatch COVID nineteen blood samples after attacking lab worker in India. This is an actual story. This is a real story. Not making up. At least, we hope the internet's not making up. It's too crazy to make up. It could be a movie. We know this is a sports show. Loyal listener, what do you want to talk about? We got a couple open segments. We're taking your calls, 505-246-0610, outside of the Albuquerque area, 1-888-922-0610. For now, we'll talk blood-lusting monkeys. (laughs) In India, a group of monkeys in India swipe blood samples from coronavirus patients from a local medical college, stoking fears they could further the virus's spread in nearby regions. In India. In India, not here in Albuquerque. India's had pretty Have good to make that success clear. with like, the coronavirus for their numbers. <laughs> like They ac- actually haven't had too much of a spike. India? India, I think. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. So this would be like, that'd be like, oh, we were doing so well. Right. This <laughs> is when it took a dark the, turn. The monkeys were like, <laughs> not yet, everybody. Because the monkeys, they got to be pissed off. Because, like, all the tourism's down everywhere. I heard that. Where's everybody at? There's actually another story of monkeys, like, gangs of monkeys fighting. Yes. Because they're not they're not getting their food from the tourists, and so they're, like, forming bands. And, like, we are in the definitely the infancy of Planet of the Apes. Right. This is where it starts. If, if, if it's not, this is what it would look like. Look, you let them get thumbs, 
Right. Anything after that, shame on you. Well, in all fairness, they kind of maybe gave us thumbs. Depends yeah, how, yeah, yeah. That's how you look at it. Sure. <laughs> sure. That most recent Planet of the Apes trilogy, did you guys see that? Is it starting to look too Really true? good. No, it's really good, first of all. Is that the James Franco one? James Franco is only in the first one. Oh, okay. And uh, the other two have some real good actors, too, but it's really well done. Matt Reeves directed it. Really, really, really well done. But uh, back to the real-life monkeys. Yeah, we're talking real things. Causing, causing <laughs> this trouble. This is the real we're deal. talking fan fiction. Yeah, gangs of monkeys in Southeast Asia are starting to loot. Gangs of monkeys in India are stealing blood. So if you have people in India, sleep easy tonight. The COVID-19 blood samples were later recovered. That is a good part of the story. I mean, there they were still out right now? <laughs> that would be nuts. But now, I don't, how, did this, Does it say how long it took them to, get, to retrieve it? I think a day. How do you explain that to your manager? Less than 24 yeah, hours. So yeah, so these monkeys... <laughs> Just beat me up and took okay. our blood samples. I know this happened in India, but I'm going to. Rick is going to narrate here. <laughs> hey, uh, boss, you need to sit down for a second. You're going to want to sit down to hear this news. What happened? <laughs> so let's say, hypothetically, a gang of monkeys broke into the lab and stole a bunch of our COVID blood. Jumped on me like a spider monkey. <laughs> Jumped on me like more than a dozen spider monkeys. Yeah, that's that's definitely a write-up. That is a crazy story. That's not a verbal warning. That's that's a write-up. This would be the number one story in the world if the numbers 1 through 30 stories weren't present right now. The, yeah. The, co- the things co- that we gloss over. Co- COVID's still very crazy. And then, I mean, right now... The George Floyd movement is taking over. Absolutely. Uh, and rightfully so. Uh, do you guys know what day that happened? The actual God, was the actual murder? Monday? Feels like it was early in the week. Yes. Yeah. And, was and, it uh, three days ago? You know, was and, it three and, weeks ago? Yeah, and in bringing it to a sports angle, the last few days, especially after... What was it? Was, was it yesterday that the officer was... Was uh, arrested and charged. Finally arrested. It was yeah. just yesterday, and it took like th- so. It's, yeah, so it took three days. Took three days for it them took to a do that. Police precinct burning down. So it probably happened Tuesday, on on that rate. But uh, it's great to see the sports world using the social media platforms in a positive way to spread a message and to get behind, you know, the the, the right cause. Of of, uh, of everything going on, it's been nice to see that. I mean, talk can be cheap, but social media nowadays gets gets a movement started. It can get anything started nowadays, so that's been good to see. Yeah, and it seems world. like the the sports world really has gotten behind this movement once again. Once again, we had it easy a couple years ago. Dudes were just kneeling and holding up their fists. Now, now people are rioting in the streets. R.I.P. George Floyd died on May 25th, 2020. So, yeah, Monday. Whether you think this was racially motivated or not, it is another example of excessive force and police brutality. Please reach out to your loved ones. Do not retaliate against members of law enforcement. This is a one-off event. Another one-off event. 
Yeah, that I'm is not indicative of the majority of the people who serve your community. Please be reasonable. This is a time to unite. This is a time to protest. This is not a time to hurt more innocent people. I, I saw a peaceful protest in Santa Fe. Did you hear about that one? I did not. I yeah, saw, saw a peaceful one. one. Yeah, there was a peaceful one here that might grow into something larger. Yeah. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, this is not going away anytime soon. This is not going away. It has not gone away, and it will not go away. Speaking of not going away, coronavirus is not going away. But we are learning more about the coronavirus, and a lot of states are starting to open up. So, all right, guys. And there's a lot of positive momentum going on right now for sports, professional sports in particular, yes, to sir. return within a month or so. And that's that's exciting. That's something to look forward to for a lot of people right now. P- people need something to, you know, to kind of cheer them up. Absolutely. So, uh... <laughs> The Korean Baseball League, the the KBO, and uh, the German Bundesliga isn't doing it for you, Brandon. You need some good old fashioned American sports. No, I think uh, I, I think in your life. Yeah, I think last night you're watching what? I watched some Korean baseball. You last did? Night. Yeah, the the whole metric thing, man. I just <laughs> you can't if you're gonna play baseball in Korea, use feet, use yards. All right. All right. You use meters when you play rugby, you begrudgingly, you know. So I just think if you're going to play American baseball, you should use American. Uh, what, do, what do they use? Who? The Korean baseball team. They, they use meters. Yeah, they, oh, it's uh, meters. Okay. The whole world uses the metric system except for us. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're the exception. Yeah, we're Everyone the, else does well, something else. Saying, you know, just keep it with the sport, you know. Like, you know. Right. Mainly because I don't really fully believe that, but it would be funny, you know. just For like, continuity. Like, yeah, yeah. Just Sure. Yeah, just, you know. I choose my soap. It's a real-time stat cast, <laughs> distance transfers. How much have you watched it? Korean I've watched a couple league. games. Yeah. I've, I've watched it. Well, for, it's on pretty late, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it for years. Japanese Whoa. Japanese and Korean baseball, not like hardcore. It was cool. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the hipster of Asian yeah, baseball. Before it was the only baseball sure. you can watch. It is wildly fun to watch. Yeah. It is really cool. Like Because the, they do, like, they, they're constantly cheering. Each player has a new song. But right now, there's no crowds, right? Right, yeah. At all. Not as they fun. pipe some in. Yeah, they pipe in crowd noise, and they got, like, cardboard cutouts of, like, here they got Pikachus. The, the dolls. There's Pikachus in the crowd? Yes. Pokemon? Yeah, the, the Bundesliga I don't know if we had, like, there, but... inflatable sex dolls in the crowd. Yeah. They, and they would they, put, like, mustaches on them. Yeah, they apologized. <laughs> like, like, oh, we didn't know. Like, like, we didn't know. This is know Germany. They, we didn't know these were used for that. Germany's insensitive scale is a little they off. Didn't, they didn't put, like, jerseys on them or anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, they were they, still. They weren't just. Just them or just had them lying. Yeah, they weren't just yeah. naked. They were, they were constantly cheering. They had their O face. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was a really good goal right oh, there. Wow. Oh, wow. What a shot. Easy to please. I'm just going to sip my coffee on that one. So you want to talk a little Aardvarts rugby when we come back? I'd love to talk some Aardvarts. Nah, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. When we come back, we're talking rugby. We're talking local sports. We're talking about a little bit of normalcy in the sports world because we are a sports show. If you couldn't tell by the first segment, half of the second segment. I You're listening you. to Dave and Buster's Presents. ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and you are listening on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You are listening 
to your favorite station, the Sports Animal, which would be AM 610, 95.9 FM. What you're tuned into now is Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, and we are live from the ABQ Act studio, and we are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Our friends at New Mexico Pinion Coffee like to support local. We've had a lot of cool community events with New Mexico Pinion Coffee, helped a lot of frontline workers, helped some... Uh, people who didn't have help and we helped some people who had way too much help because the community of Albuquerque has reached out and done some awesome things for their healthcare workers for the frontline workers and we are proud of you Albuquerque and we're proud of our partners New Mexico Pinon, Dave and Busters and ABQ Axe along with our friends at Dave and Busters we did a little thing for the city of Albuquerque a couple weeks ago. And the charity events in Albuquerque have kept on rolling. And if you guys, loyal listeners, have anything in mind and you would like ABQ Central's help, we are at TalkABQ on every single social media that exists in the universe except for the ones that we're not on. Brandon. You excited for sports to come back, especially local sports, because that's kind of a, it's kind of what you cover on KOB TV. Yeah, Lee and I, my co-anchor with KOB Sports last night, we were talking last night, and while we're going to start getting some activities back in a couple of weeks, and NCAA will actually be back in just over a week, um, for us, our job won't really be affected until we get a lot of games going, because we're doing these one week on, one week off sort of shifts just because there's not as much to do and we're trying to keep social distance. Yeah, not until we get games we're going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, be able to work at a normal you know, work week and, and do more things that we were doing before. But I'm definitely excited that, that college athletes can start training in some capacity. High school athletes in New Mexico can in a few weeks. But for professional sports, we... There's like it feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel for the NBA, for the MLB. Hopefully they can get the player wage negotiations, which is the USL's dealing with, which a lot of leagues are dealing with. That's part of the equation of bringing sports back is figuring out the finances, player salaries, and salaries of employees of the franchises. Yeah, it's encouraging for sure. It's it's, it's a little more encouraging than exciting because for me, until those things get set in stone. Then there's some more excitement on my end for for the media, you know, to have more things to cover because the media, like every line of work, really, there's been a lot of furloughing out there and layoffs and uh, and locally for sure, local television stations, local newspapers, a lot of people are out of work. So I'm excited for them to get back to work and yeah, to have stuff to talk about and cover for sure locally and then professionally nationwide for sure and worldwide yeah for sure locally we had uh chris Weehan of new mexico united on last week and they were they're in negotiations trying to get their contracts sorted out and new mexico united and the city of albuquerque are working together to try to bring the season back to a starving sports audience here in albuquerque also local we got john traub the general manager of the isotopes coming on at 8 30 to talk what's going on with the isotopes. Another sport that will come back eventually, Joel, yes. that is near and dear to your heart, mm -hmm. 
is some Aardvarks rugby. Any plans to to kickstart the season? Uh, yeah, we're chomping at the bit. I'm. We were actually going to play a match right before, you know, when, right when everything happened. So imagine just like 25 rugby players like training, tackling, chomping at the bit, and it's just taken away from you where you can't go out and hit someone. <laughs> when, like that's all you've been training to do for like a month. So we've been all like caged animals since then. How far into the season were you guys? Uh, we had – only played one match, actually. It's just like the USL. USL was only one weekend yeah. for U- New Mexico United. Yeah. And so we're, we're club rugby, um, with Rio Grande Union, which is uh, four teams total. Um, but, of course, you know, we have, like, a national – we can play nationally. You know, we go through the playoffs or whatever. And to my knowledge, the Albuquerque Yardvarks are the oldest club team in New Mexico since, like, 1973. Um, there might be one older, I'm not sure. So we've been around – a long time um but yeah so we i think around and i'd like to i need to further research it but i think june 15th we can get together start doing practices and fitness training but um, no contact yet no it didn't say con- no contact <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh really yeah. that's a big deal if it, it if the language isn't in there that's yeah. a loophole for it you guys says you can't share pads though you know which i don't see the you said Did you guys do that anyway Hey, we can hit pads, like tackling pads and holding mm-hmm. them and whatever. That makes sense. Um, but I don't think they were assuming there was a sport out there where you're going out hitting each other, I guess, because football's not in session or whatever. Quite yet, yeah. No, but they'll start training relatively soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, we actually were uh, – we were, the Aardvarks are getting a pretty good brand going, Um and so the Denver team, or actually Aspen team, offered to come down and play us ASAP. You know, so we're just waiting to get that green light, and we'll have a match here somewhere. Um, Where are the matches? Uh, we sometimes do them at Balloon Fiesta. Um, a lot of times we like to do them at Bullhead because there's more adult beverages allowed there. Um, and I don't know if you know this about rugby, but adult beverages are pretty part of a big part of adult rugby so the rugby Absolutely. i've been exposed to over the years my cousin played rugby at san diego state oh, wow. and aztecs like you mentioned the aztecs yeah and like you mentioned alcoholic beverages are a part of it and college especially i mean that was like their their refreshment right <laughs> at san diego state it wasn't water yeah. they get off That's- on a on a timeout or something and that's they, why we they like tap white cakes because it's very hydrating. People think that's our main drink. Like, no, this is actually just our in-between drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's the bridge. Yeah, it's it helps bridge. numb the pain. I imagine. Uh, there's a lot of truth to that. But think of is there another sport where right after you literally like go toe to toe, where you meet up afterward and eat some like enchiladas and drink some beer with them and talk about well adult <laughs> adult leagues yeah, yeah. sure just totally. about any adult league recreationally yeah. hockey oh, hockey yeah hockey hockey for sure yeah. hockey. Um, darts your, your adult soft your adult softball <laughs> leagues yeah sure darts can be contact yeah darts can be combative uh-huh <laughs> yeah I've, I've seen it on tv yeah yeah, any adult league but uh, but the, like you were alluding to this is a professional association that this team is involved in, right? Well, so, yeah, like, uh, rugby's interesting because we actually have a few players on our team that have played pro, right? But then we have some guys that have never played on the same team. 
<laughs> it's so it's, making it's a mixed bag. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. You got to recruit whoever's whoever's crazy enough to do it. Yeah, so you have 15 guys, and then you'll have one guy that played for the national team for Wales, you know, national team for Kenya, and then we have someone that works at a landscaping company that just wanted to, you know, make some friends and hang out with some crazy guys, and we make it work on the field. You know, <laughs> it's like, just get that guy the ball. All you need to do is just tackle. All right. You know, it's funny <laughs> you, you say that because my cousin that played at San Diego State, his name's Eric. Shout out, Eric, by the way. Shout out. Out in uh, the L.A. area now. So he went to De La Salle High School in Northern California, which for sports fans that aren't aware of that school, had the longest streak of wins in high school football maybe a decade ago or so. Very prestigious high school sports school. But uh, when he was a senior, they created a rugby team. First year ever. So he, him and all of the, the team, basically, were brand new to rugby. Some transplants from football, mm-hmm. from other sports. And, yeah, he was able to carry that into, I think it was his freshman year at San Diego State. Carried it over. I think rugby had been around a little bit at San Diego State. Yeah, it's been around. When he, when he, when he was there, because he went to college from, like, 2005 on. But, uh, no, you're right. That's a sport that. You can get people that have that have followed it for a long time, and you can get guys that are brand new to it. Maybe played some football, maybe played some hockey. Either way, like like the contact. Yeah, if you and truthfully, rugby's way more realistic to for pathways of success because football's so uh, so many people want to play pro in college or whatever. But you could literally, if you're like a great athlete, you could probably join a pro rugby team like in four or five years, like high percentage because. It's just, and the cool thing with rugby, if you get really successful, you can go to Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like when you're playing football, it's like, oh, I went to state, you know, like that's cool. That's great. But even as like a U19 person, you can travel the world with rugby. So there's, there's different benefits, but the cool thing is you can do both. Where have you got to travel to? Uh, where do I get travel? Well, actually, where, where have you got to? Uh, I haven't been playing that long, but I actually agreed to play with a Mexico team this winter. It's actually our off season, so I'm going to go to southern Mexico and play with the rugby team there. Um, That'd be fun. Yeah, and it's kind of it just made sense because it's like, well, it's cold here. Uh, I could be in southern Mexico drinking uh, margaritas and eating tacos. You'd be a snowbird. Yeah, I could be a <laughs> snowbird, <laughs> and I get to play rugby. You know, so uh, but yeah, so but. Like for me, I'm definitely way more uh, novice compared to some of my teammates that like are, have uh, aspirations of going pro. We actually just got a player from Highlands University, mm-hmm. who is a running back, fullback. And Highlands won the national championship. Last oh, for year. rugby, yeah, for rugby. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I, I work up there. Shout out to in the Cowboys. Vegas. Yeah, good job, Cowboys. Yeah. They're actually called the Vatos for rugby. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, they're called the Vatos, and they are those guys are bad men. Like they just. They go to these polished prep colleges, prep schools, and they just raid the ship like a bunch of pirates. <laughs> like, like, sorry, like <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. your trust fund's not going to protect you out here. And <laughs> those guys are bad men. We got to, I got to play with them, the the Vatos, when we did like a tournament in Arizona. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we put a little Ardvark Vatos team together, but it was great stuff. Very cool, dude. More rugby. More sports coming back when we come back. Stay tuned. Leah Black, New Mexico Brewers Guild, is with us at eight. Co-host of ABQ Central, Fred Slow, is joining us at 8.15. And John Traub, general manager of the Isotopes, joins us at 8.30.
We'll be right back with more ABQ Central. You're listening on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's a 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You are still tuned in to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Axe Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. I am super excited for our friends at ABQ Axe. They got both their locations just about ready to rock. They're shooting for a June soft opening, and then the partying begins. So keep an ear out, keep an eye out for ABQ Axe, because that place is going to be the place to be once Albuquerque opens back up. Joel, we're talking rugby last segment, Mm -hmm. and I got to throw my hands up and claim my ignorance. I'm a baseball dork. Oh, wow. So you can ask me anything on baseball, the history of baseball. Anything. And I could be passable on almost every other sport. Mm -hmm. Rugby's not one of them, my dude. You know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are the everyman. That is why. That's why you do the show. You are the everyman. I enjoy watching. Yeah. And people just assume they know the rules in rugby. They yeah. think it's similar to football and, and whatnot, but uh, there's some big differences. Yeah. I know a couple big ones. Okay. You can't throw it forward. You cannot throw the ball Has forward. You cannot lateral. throw it forward. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a remedy for that. Two hands, too, also, right? It has no. to be thrown with two hands? No. You can throw it. It can be with one hand? You can throw it with one hand. I feel like I always see two hands. The... Well, yeah. Like scoop. Better form. Better form. Better form. Yeah. Uh, but you can kick the ball at any time forward. Right. Yes. So can you throw over your shoulder? Backwards. Man, I don't understand why people don't do that. <laughs> I, 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 I would just toss it. it over my shoulder. Sure. Yeah, I've it, seen it. If, it. if you got, if you have the ball in your hands, it must go backwards. But let's say I'm running, but I see my teammates. So it's kind of like arena football, the timing. You know how arena football... They get the they running the start. Ball and they get the running start. Yeah. That's the same way with rugby, but you kick the ball. And so if you think the defense isn't paying attention, you, your uh, guy on the side gets a running start on the sideline, you're near the sideline, and then you kick it and then you can go chase it. And that's pretty common for, uh, for rugby. So there is a remedy. There, there is some forward action, so to speak. Um, but yeah, a lot of people say, uh, oh, rugby, it's like, it's like football without pads, right? I'm like, yeah, that's, I guess, you know. It's the simplest. Uh, there are some giant dudes smashed in the middle. Oh. I get that parallel. Yeah. The, the ball is similarly shaped. I get that parallel. There's a reason for that. There's the goal ball, The ball's much bigger, though, right? I would say it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. More, A little more egg-shaped, mm-hmm. you know. It's a little more egg-shaped. It's not made for, like, throwing, like, spirals. It's rounder. Yeah. And it's unlike right. football, there's constant action. There's constant action. As soon as the person gets tackled, they present the ball back, and that's the hike. Right. Like, that's people like, oh, well, like, it never stops. Well, there is a little brief, you know, the guy tackling has to roll away. The guy has the ball, rolls it, or places it back. But as soon as he places it back, the defense is allowed to grab that ball and take it. So that's why the teammate steps over the person on the ground to protect that ball from getting poached and taken. So that's what's happening in that massive of meat bags just smashing against each other. I'll tell you my favorite moment in just a second. Okay. 505-246-0610. Joel from the Albuquerque Aardvarks is here co-hosting today. All of your pressing rugby questions. Are you a closeted rugby fan? Do you want to know more? Do you need to know more? 
about the Albuquerque Aardvarks, rugby in general, 505-246-0610. ABQRugby.com is their website, ABQ by the way. ABQRugby.com. And their social media presence is on point. Yes, social media, we have, we have actually taken over the game on when it comes to rugby, Facebook. We just decided to put all our dumb lines and dumb moments and dumb mottos and turn them into memes, and we became like the most uh, well-known rugby club in America. So through social media, through social media, and interesting enough, I ran the the metrics right because uh-huh. I'm a nerd like that, and we actually get more uh, engagement and reach on a weekly basis since January than New Mexico United and all the other. Albuquerque uh, teams. That's impressive. Yeah, because we are just so big in the rugby world. World, yeah, in the rugby community. Yeah, we're and Albuquerque's best kept secret. Your social media is hilarious. Thank you. I don't even get all the references, but no, it's you're not hilarious. Get... That's the trick. Keep it niche. You hit, know? hit the listeners with your social media. Uh, yeah, so it's ABQ Rugby. So Facebook.com slash ABQ Rugby. You'll see all the memes, all the inside jokes. You maybe get some of them, but you'll definitely see the reactions where people are like, oh, this brings back bad memories. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I've been there. And rugby's also known for its uh, inappropriate rugby songs that they sing in family restaurants. So good. Yeah. So um, good. And so everyone has their own line, their own verse they contribute. And the more uh, cringe-worthy, the better at times. You know, but there's always a line, and people always like to push that line. So there's a lot to the culture, you know. So if you want – 30 instant friends just join a rugby club and not just 30 like like oh, okay let's meet up in the week like no we're actually brothers now like if you like it or not and we're going to have your back like we have teammates that are plumbers electricians you know doctors and we're always helping each other like bartering and whatnot so it's it's a good it's a good uh, uh social the first time i met you guys and your crew you had a little uh you had a little one of each kind of situation <laughs> earlier you mentioned you had a guy from wales you had a guy from kenya was it yeah and then the first time we had you on the show you had a, a kiwi with us you had yeah. a guy from new zealand yeah like how how widely represented is your squad it seems like you guys got people from everywhere um uh, you know we're we're pretty uh open with each other and anything goes sometimes we pick teams we line up by color from lightest to darkest. Okay, you got each. You got a little one of each. Yeah, we count off one, one, two, one, two. All right, and then we split the team up that way, <laughs> just for fun, just to see if uh, uh, if we can make anyone uh, uncomfortable. But uh, no, yeah. So we we have walks of life from you know economically, you know, background, um, nationally, ethnically, culturally, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, rugby, you're going to get that. And I'm, I imagine other sports are that way too. I, I'm not saying exclusive, but you're definitely going to get that with rugby where people from around the world, like they come to America and like, I need to find a rugby club because I need some friends. You know, I played in Wales, you know, I'm going to play here. Yeah. We're like, okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Bring it on. Yeah. And it's not only ex-pros. It's not only elite level athletes. Anybody can join, right? Like you're open to have you're, you want to expand your community any way you can. Yeah, anyone can join because we're a team, but we're also a club, right? So people can just come and contribute in some way. Like they can be a manager, they can be a statistician, they can be an officer for like nonprofit or something like that. Um, I'll come. I'll come uh, give back rubs. Yeah, you know, rub on Neosporin. I, I mean, I could do that. When I I probably first, shouldn't play because I'm I'm made out of like paper mache and silly string. everyone can play everyone can play you know but if you think you're gonna get hurt 
You probably shouldn't play. Sure. You don't have the mentality. You got the fear. <laughs> you got the fear. That's my problem. I got it's the reverence. Fear. All right. It's reverence. Hey, you mentioned your social media. We got to plug the Twitter handle. What's the handle? Uh, if you, it's ABQ Rugby as well, uh, or Aardvark Rugby. If you type in Aardvark Rugby or Albuquerque Aardvark Rugby, it'll come up. You know, regardless. So, I trust you all out there to use your uh, critical thinking skills. You can find them, uh, yeah, Albuquerque Aardvarks. You, you know where to find us. That's sure. what I usually say to people. And you guys like have a big community presence as well. You guys are all over the place. You you have like even got like a home bar. Yeah, right? we 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 have home bars. You know, we like uh, can I shout them out? Yeah, please go shout ahead. Shout out to Geckos Bars and Tapas. Um, you know, Knob Hill and the one near Academy. Wally, the owner of Geckos, has been supporting rugby in general for so long. So. He's been awesome for the community and awesome for rugby. He's even played a little bit. And so I actually be there tomorrow on the patio. So I'm super excited for that. You know, nice. You know, so we can actually support our sponsors. So Sweet. All the, all the pe- teams out there that always ask for, for sponsors and whatnot, like this is actually your time to like help them out and pay them back for all their contribution to your teams. For so, sure. So that's the one thing that we're, we're going to be doing. And we got two minutes to break? So what are your uh, – oh, yeah. So what are your uh, ideas of rugby like when you think about rugby? Well, see, I, I, I was going to say my favorite part mm-hmm. is where they throw it in from the sideline, mm-hmm. and then probably the only position I can play is like the head cheerleader mm-hmm. where they lift the guy in the air great for that. and catch it and start a new Light. scrum, and then you pull me off to the sideline because yeah. I'm going to get hurt otherwise. Just so you all know, the guy that throws the ball in, his position's called the hooker. Sweet. And that's actually my position. Oh, I'm I'm the hooker All right. of the Albuquerque Aardvarks. Okay, so yeah, you got the legs for it. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, there, yeah, but there's a doesn't matter what size you are. There's always a position. I you could play a wing. That'd be a good position for you, a wing or a fullback. That's the last one that it's, touches it. You're it's the like, last. Yeah. You're it's on, like the running back. You're on okay. the sideline, and you're just waiting to get the ball and just run. You, you you're not required to make any passes. You just got to score the ball because you're the last hope. Sweet. So that's least amount of contact. So you'd be great at it. Um, almost forty-year-old men with six flat forties. I mean, is that is that a good oh. good metrics for you? If no one's around you, you'll yeah, sweet. Yeah. All right, I like that. Yeah. So, so speaking of geckos opening, we're going to talk breweries opening. We're going to talk tap rooms opening. We're going to talk takeout with Leah Black of the New Mexico Brewers Guild when we come back. At 8 o'clock. Also, we got John Traub, the general manager of the Isotopes, to talk Isotopes coming back. What's going on with them? What's going on with my day games? Where's my day games, Brandon? And they got a cool contest coming up that they're participating in with the Mariachi's hats. We got to talk about too. So wheat. That's cool, too. And we got Fred Slow, ex co host, left me, went across the country. Fred Slow, formerly of ABQ Central. Calls in at 8.15. I thought he's furloughed. <laughs> You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Albuquerque, one hour in the books. Another action-packed hour to go. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon, and you're listening on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You boys thirsty? I'm thirsty. Got my orange juice here. I'm a little Coca-Cola that you brought me. Thank you for that. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and it's always 5 o'clock 
when friend in real life and friend of the show, Leah Black, biggest Albuquerque advocate for our local, amazing, we're too spoiled beer community. Leah Black, New Mexico Brewers Guild, good morning. Hello, and I dare I say, dare I call myself New Mexico's biggest advocate for craft beer. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry I sold you short, darling. (laughs) Get it right, Van. Despicable. 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 Um, We are really, really, really trying here. We're really trying to make things happen. Um, it's been, what did I talk to you guys? Probably about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. You helped us do the middle. Yeah. helped the beginning, middle, and hopefully the end now. Yeah, we're hopefully at the end. Um, big things are happening. Uh, we have a very big meeting on Monday. That's all I can say. Um, but hopefully that'll be the turning point. So, yeah, so here, I talked to you guys a month ago, and here we are a month later, uh, still not open fully, still just selling to go. The problem that we're in now, if I'm going to be, totally honest and and a plea to all the craft beer lovers is um our our problem now lies in the fact that in the governor's recent ruling on thursday that all of these restaurants are able to open and they have these gorgeous patios and we are so blessed with our new mexico sunshine i don't blame anyone i want to go sit on the patio right now i know it's early but i I still (laughs) want to be there right this moment but um but yeah so and we're really thankful that a lot of these restaurants carry our new mexico craft beer that's awesome but our problem lies in now that our little New Mexico craft beers are kind of being forgotten as far as people walking in now and getting to go. Their sales have drastically declined. I mean, they were already barely nuggets holding them on anyway. So I just want to remind people, if you're trying to stock up your fridges at home, go into the brewery and get that local stuff and keep us going until we can, you know, officially open up too. Hey, thanks for warming us up on this segment, Leah, and thanks for all the advocacy for local businesses that you do in the New Mexico Brewers Guild. (laughs) Uh, As you know, I am a huge fan of Pinky's Out local craft beer. I always have a growler in the fridge. I always have an empty growler in the car, and I myself personally have been supporting our friends at Marble, Lacumbre, Tractor, sidetracked you name it i've been dipping my toe in as many places as possible they are all very clean and they all have really good ways of keeping you safe and making sure that you get a clean product and you're confident that you can go in and out and support these businesses can you talk a little bit about some of the the safety steps that some of these places are taking to ensure that uh you're staying safe absolutely so um if you'll if you'll as you'll walk into any one of our local tap rooms that's open right now, um, they've a lot of them have actually removed tables and removed furniture um, so that there's no like weird congregating or you can't like stand and lean on things and touch things and while somebody's getting a growler filled while you're standing there. Um, a lot of them too, because some are so small. Um, a lot of them too, it's like one person in the tap room at a time and the other person has to wait outside. Um, so you'll see um, like Red Door this morning, uh, Red Door and Candelaria, their main uh, flagship or mothership location. They do this release um, every Saturday morning, and it's uh, it's their Paletta's line. And so I think a lot of people that, that are shift workers, maybe that work overnight, nurses, doctors, that type of thing, they frequent there on Saturday mornings. It used to be a really hip place on Saturday mornings to hang out. Uh, no judgment. That's their 5 o'clock to get off work, you know. So, But anyway, so now those same people are showing up with masks and lining up for those beers that they release Saturday mornings. And there's a line halfway down the building, but it's so great to see 
everyone is six or seven feet apart from each other. Um, but yeah, all of our breweries have definitely taken precautions. There's san- hand sanitizer when you walk in. Um, all the staff are wearing masks and gloves. And one of the big things that we like to stress too is that um, the changing of gloves. Because not to pick on any restaurants, but I went into a restaurant recently uh-huh. and they just had the same gloves on. And isn't that just like transferring all the same things to the same people, you know? So, so just the changing of gloves and things like that, we're really trying to be conscientious of. And inherently, as a whole, craft breweries are above and beyond extra cleanly because when you brew beer, you have to, you have to clean and double clean and double clean. So sure. there is use of chemicals and that type of thing that clean anyway. So we really are above and beyond really trying to stress the cleanliness part of what we're doing right now. And we'll continue to do. Hi, Leah. This is Brandon Ortega. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hi. So you said Monday's a big day, right? Monday's a big day. We have a big meeting. That's all I can say, but we're hoping for a really uh, big change and announcement this week. So after the meeting, what's the best way for folks to hear what the new announcement will be? Maybe, you know, Hopefully exciting news for you guys moving forward. What, what's the best way for, for folks to follow you guys? Um, so they can follow us. We're on all the channels. Um, it's at NM Brewers Guild on Instagram and Twitter, and then just New Mexico Brewers Guild on Facebook. Um, obviously, we will be linking to the person that runs our state. Um, that will be where the announcement will come from. Um, and as soon as that happens, we will share it on every channel as well. But, um, yeah, we're just fingers, toes, everything's crossed for good things to happen hopefully this week. And thanks, Leah. Yeah, you mentioned uh, friends of the show uh, and friends of ABQ Axe, one of our partners, Red Door. Uh, they're doing it right. And also friends of the show, Boxing Bear, they're doing it right. Uh, what's what's the biggest obstacle that we got coming up to, to getting these things open? Um, basically, I think there's the... Uh... I, I can't even think of the word right now, but um, it's early, guys. Hey, no worries. <laughs> it's for us, there's too. There's this illusion, I think, by some, and not by all, but there's this illusion that um, when we start drinking, our inhibitions go down, and maybe we would be more prone to mingling. And I think that's the hurdle that we're trying to get over and change that perception. Um, so really, the big thing is when we, when we do, when we are able to open again, and we're hoping it starts with patios and that type of thing, um, we really need people to stick with that too because it's not just about the breweries and it's not just about what we're doing but we also need our loyal fans to help us out too to show that it was the right choice to get us opened and so we recently saw i won't i won't call the restaurant out but we recently saw a very packed patio on thursday don't blame it everybody's excited that patios were able to open again but there was a little bit too much congregating so we can't let that happen we've got to really stick to I know that we, everybody's missed everybody. We've all been locked up in the houses. But that's kind of the big thing that needs to change and that we need from everybody kind of just the promise, the silent promise that we're all going to follow all the rules. Leah, do you foresee a lot of restaurants, a lot, well, a lot of the breweries in particular, having to beef up security to make sure folks are behaving in a way and keeping social distance the way we need to to stay safe? That's a really good question. Um, you know, I know that restaurants don't normally have that in play, but at some breweries we do have that anyway. Um, so it might be something that we we need to, I wouldn't say necessarily security, but maybe staff needs to be trained a little bit more. It's already implemented in breweries because that's that's just part of our culture. We just have that right. anyway. But it, maybe it might be a good idea at restaurants to start having an extra person on saying, 
hey, guys, if I could get you to stay at your table or, you know, just thinking thinking differently because it is a whole new world and we're going to have to navigate the new waters. But I think that's a really good idea. Well, Leah, uh, I got a freebie for you that you can take to your super important, super secret Monday meeting. I call them I call them Corona bumpers. Okay. So whatever your capacity is, whether it's twenty five percent, thirty three, fifty percent, whatever, you have that many kiddie pools, and you <laughs> cut you cut leg holes in the kiddie pool, and you keep the kiddie pool up with suspenders. So everyone is wearing a kiddie pool around their waist, so everyone maintains a social distance, I no matter it. how so inhibited of, you are. Instead of bubble boy, it's kiddie pool, <laughs> kiddie, kiddie pool suits. Yeah, Corona bumpers to, to stay cool corona as well. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And because New Mexico Brewers Guild is such a great friend of the show and friend of the community, you can have that one for free. Thank I, you. I will Did require no compensation. Ohio? You don't uh, have the, the restaurant owner put clear up, plastic shower <laughs> curtains in between the tables. Okay. As dividers, and you can spray them off and clean them. And it's, I mean, people are coming up with some really creative ways. We will do whatever it takes. But I like that kiddie pool idea. We're going to use it. I hope, sure? you, I hope you see it on uh, beer patios this summer. Yeah, I mean, whoever needs some help enacting it, I will cut holes in kiddie pools and <laughs> fashion can suspenders you, for you. Um, do it first and show us a picture and post that on social media. Oh, yeah, we could arrange we that. Visual. Note to self, I'm writing this down I right now. I have one in my backyard. <laughs> could we I could, test, we could test Van on my, on my son's kiddie pool. All of a sudden, oh, we can't, we can't cut holes in it. I'll nah, give him another one. It's an old one. Store. <laughs> I'd like a tandem kiddie pool with someone I've been quarantining with. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that possible? A little foot. Anything is possible. Foot, foot to face or... I don't know. This is your... Side to side. <laughs> probably, probably side to side. Your side to side. That's, that's, yeah. right. Back to back, maybe? So, Leah, thanks for coming on with us, and thanks for being such an awesome advocate for local breweries here in New Mexico. Any any parting words? You want to give everybody your website and social media again? Yeah, and first of all, thank you guys for your help, too, because we know you're strong supporters of the local craft beer scene. Um, yeah, so just our website is nmbeer.org, and we also just launched an online store, and that's really exciting. Um, go check out our cool new merch. We worked really hard on this. There's some sweet teas and tank tops for the summer. We even have socks and uh, tote bags, you know, because you got to take your own bag into stores now. So we've got insulated mugs. Go check that out. It's at our store at nmbeer.org. Follow us on all the social media because we will keep you up to date. I try my hardest um, to let people know the latest news that's happening with breweries. And right now I know it's like we're all hanging by a string, waiting with bated breath. So on Twitter, we're NM Brewers Guild. Instagram, we're on there, NM Brewers Guild. And then just search New Mexico Brewers Guild on Facebook, and, and those are all live and ready and waiting for you. Thank you so much, Leah. You're the bee's pajamas. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You too. Thank you, Leah. All right. Leah Black, New Mexico Brewers Guild. You heard the website Support Local. They need your help. We're going to start opening up soon, and they need you, Albuquerque. When we come back, disgraced and fired ex-co-host, <laughs> of ABQ Central, Fred Slow joins us and calls in for a segment Is this from St. Louis, Missouri. This is an exclusive? It's an exclusive. Oh, now. yeah. Wow. You, you only get this here we because this is like, the only place that will carry it. <laughs> More ABQ Central when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Albuquerque. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. 
And thanks to New Mexico Pinon Coffee for sponsoring that last segment. New Mexico Pinon loves to help our community any way possible. In that segment, they sponsored Leah Black, New Mexico Brewers Guild. This segment, we've got former co-host caught up in a scandal of his own, the disgraced and recently furloughed Fred Slow. What do you have to say for yourself, Fred? Good morning, Albuquerque. <laughs> hey, buddy. What's up, buddy, buddy? I, I take it live from the Lake of the Ozarks, if you're not familiar. Oh, it's, boy. Uh, hey, but I was just watching Ozark last night. Where's Jason Bateman? <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, what, oh, oh, that's a Netflix joke. I don't even, don't even have a password for that. So I don't, I don't get Nobody, that uh, We have to use each other. You have a password. It's called my password. <laughs> there you go. We're common uh, law. We're common law married. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, what, what's that called when you have uh, oh, it's like a partnership, domestic partnership. Yes, so, domestic. So Trump's America. Yeah. So morning, fellas. Thanks for uh, things are gonna be a couple a uh, couple minutes this morning. Loving the program this morning. Anything with Joel, I'm a fan of. Oh, oh for sure. Too sweet. Spread it on as thick as you got. Too sweet. You already have me. You don't have to win but, me. So, loyal listener here in Albuquerque, those were all jokes. Fred is not fired. Fred is not disgraced. Fred is not in a scandal that I know of. That we know. Yeah, that we know. That we know. Like, wait, wait, wait. Not public. But we are blessed to have Fred here on the program for a segment. How you doing over there, homie? I'm good, friend. I um, I'm in the heartland right now, so St. Louis, Missouri, still got some family stuff going on that uh, that I hope to have concluded here this week, which will be exciting for my return. Uh, hopefully some some open patios and some breweries and, and I hear Albuquerque's coming back to life so that is a cool thing I'm gonna get out to the sports book put every dollar that I've saved from going to the bar the last two months on yeah. this 24 team NHL playoff every single dollar it's really exciting first rounds on bread for I'm sure a, no I can't I'm t- like this is unreal to me though I don't like I know you guys are obviously playing in the sports world I am so like hungry for sugar. That this little piece of candy that the NHL has given me, I cannot <laughs> wait. Like you're going to put three out of every four teams into the playoffs. Yes, I'm going to watch that. You're going to like, and if you tank, you get a better draft pick, and they're going to do cra- like like I am ready for sports in such a way that I'm going to watch hockey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm into like, it enough, and not just your Blues. You're going to watch any hockey game, literally anything. Like. And, like, hockey guys are the funniest. You're going to put them in an empty venue, and I'm going to be able to listen to them in an Olympic-style <laughs> village of play. You guys know what happens in Olympic villages. These dudes are going to get weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Aren't they in negotiations to have the tournament played in Las Vegas? Well, if that's a fact, me, you, Ortega, and we'll sneak Joel in somehow. But, yeah, we're going to – I mean, we're press passing into this whole thing. Esteemed like, members of the press let loose in yeah, Las Vegas. I think there's a movie about that, starring one Johnny Depp, oh, that written by Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. Similar results. Again, I don't have Netflix. But more but, hockey. No, but, yeah, no, everything's good. You guys put me in that sandwich spot this morning. I mean, you're bringing me in after Leah Black, which is just about as best of a lead-in as you can get. And then, uh, what, are you you're doing, like, breaking isotopes news after me? Or are people just, like, waiting through this interview? Well, I mean, it's just like Leah's secret interview on Monday. It's a, it's a secret segment. We can't release too much right now before it starts. But we do got the GM, John Traub, the, the, the big gun of the, of the isotopes coming in. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Well, I mean, let me know, because if there's a mariachi hat that I can get, I mean, I'm entering whatever round. We will be talking mariachi hats. That, 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 that's a little tease. We will be talking mariachi hats. Okay. There's, Look there's at you all caught up on Albuquerque news across the country like a real journalist. You guys have those hats? You guys have those mariachi hats? Oh, I, I got a, a green chili cheeseburger hat. Okay. That's, that's how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, have you been floating the river? Have you been, um... Are you, are you floating so it right you, now? No, yeah, we did. So, yeah, we got that. I, I don't know if you saw it on the national news. I'm, su- I'm sure you did because it was everywhere. The lakes of the Ozarks this past weekend was where all dumb Americans go to break quarantine rules. So, uh, so what we did was is we dodged it, and we went down to, uh, yeah, I found nature a little bit, just hung out on the river, um, a little bit of reconnecting, which was really good. That's the neatest thing about sports being gone on a holiday weekend because, like, my, like, Memorial Day, I don't know if you guys went over that in the beginning. I apologize. I missed the opening segment. But, uh, like, you know, for so long, like, Memorial Day weekend and, like, all these things, that, you know, they're based around barbecue and, and you know, golf and, and NASCAR and what's on the team. Like, and, and it was nothing like that. This was like, it was like being a kid again for the first time in a million years where it was, let's just take in the sunshine. Let's just take in the day. So, yeah, it was kind of a cool weekend, um, being away, being, you know, okay or whatever. But but this world without sports, like like aside from how much I yearn for it, like it's I mean it's like weirdly comfortable. Like I, I feel like I'm not glued to the TV. Right, you're getting outside a little bit more. That's good. I, I, I mean, hear- I, I got like kind of tan. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> I heard uh, Sasquatch sightings went up uh, <laughs> the same time frame that <laughs> the Fred's been, been there. It's. I'm not saying correlation causation. I'm just Sasquatch STL yeah. is trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Sam Yeah, you put Fred in the woods, and then that's uh, like all of a sudden, like every <laughs> mythical beef that's ever existed. So, but no, yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, it's. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm super jazzed about the hockey thing. I'm excited to get back to Albuquerque next week and restart the program, obviously. And you know, and, and Van, I miss you with all my heart, and Joel, whatever on that. But like, uh, yeah, no, it's it's going well. It's going really well, and I appreciate you, Brandon, for for coming in and sitting in and doing that thing. And and I guess giving Vitala day off. I didn't know you had that kind of pull, but that's impressive. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's been a good trick or a good trip. And and like I said, the hockey stuff. The hockey stuff is kind of what fixation is right now in the sports world. It's going to take over the sports world because that's all we got. The defending NA Stanley Cup champions are St. Louis in Blues. his neck of the woods. St. Louis Blues. That's right. Go Blackhawks. Yeah. Uh-oh. The, no, that's unacceptable, Joel. Being from <laughs> Chicago, I don't need to hear that. Um, so, how no, many how like many that. more times have you watched the 2011 World Series while you're in St. Actually, Louis? Actually, I would I would think you're replaying. Was it Game Six of the the St. Louis Blues clinched the the title last year? Was it Game Six or Game Seven? Uh, game Seven. Me and you watched game it seven. together. It was Game Seven. Yeah. Local, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, uh, Kat, me, me, you, and uh, who were we with? Portnoy was there for a second. Yeah, Portnoy was there. Yeah. I had we both had to leave because we had. He provided things. the nachos. Yeah, that's that's one thing Portnoy <laughs> does. He just leaves these ghost nachos everywhere he goes. Yes, invite him. Not- invite Rob Portnoy everywhere because he will leave a plate of nachos for you. Pancho's nachos. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was when game I- seven. Yeah, that was fun. No, it was too much fun. Well, that's the thing, too. And whenever I get back, boys, I got I got the first rounds on me for for whoever we're watching this hockey thing. But but don't if this is the only thing back, don't don't think for a second I won't just be sitting at the sports book nonstop um, for the entire duration of this thing. Like it's 
like I, I am jonesing. I am jonesing hard for for any sort of sport. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Fred, are you at liberty to give folks out here any inside info or maybe info that is public right now about gyms that are opening, gyms that you're affiliated with maybe? Um, yeah, so, you know, for a long time I carried a day job working for sports and wellness, and, and I was real fortunate to have that. Um, they've not had me back yet, but what I have heard in an unofficial uh, capacity is uh, June 2nd is – uh, gyms and like boutiques are going to reopen for like our boutique workouts. So that's like, um, like your group fitness stuff, like your cycling right. places, all those kind of things. Um, yeah, so I guess it's going to be June 1st is the okay. And I guess most like sports and wellness is going to pull the trigger on June 2nd. So, uh, so if you're a member of that thing, um, yeah, I mean, it's the time you can make your way back out. And, and I know obviously right now there's a lot of like reservation because the current climate, but to my understanding, like, the precautions taken for that are are thorough. They're through the roof. It's um, temperature checks and sanitation spots, and um, I believe there's like markings throughout, like your at least the sports and wellness of um, like uh, barriers or buffer zones. So like, say it's leg day for Joel, like no one else is going to be able to get on the squat rack. Like so, it's like there's a lot of precautions in place, including like reservations and capacity so i mean if if you are one of the individuals who are comfortable enough to to be you know the first to re-enter the new normal um yeah you will have that opportunity early next week sounds like gym cubicles would you like that joel i i was actually thinking this is a great long-term idea of just not, just being socially distanced from people at the gym personally you know you talking a bad conversation or are you talking your own personal health i i just more conversation, you know, <laughs> just that guy that wants to talk about his workout or and whatever. So, and some people are a little shy of, like, the faces they're making when they're lifting weights, so maybe they just want the privacy for that, too. Oh, I, I never You don't want to see the gym no. gym faces? You have, a, you have a face insecurity? I think I mean, everyone's got faces you make when you exercise. You have an insecurity with your face. No, I'm saying some people would like the cubicles for that reason, I think maybe. some people is you people. I think I, Literally. I don't. I don't like that you're accusing me of stuff, Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of the safety and personal space of. Oh, okay, that's fair. Of, of, Sorry, got off track. Got off track. So let's say a but, guy. And the whole reason I started ahead, at the health club is for the view. So like, if I yeah. can't go down there and just meet like the prettiest girls in Albuquerque, I'm not going down there right now. So, like, so you know, six. Yeah, that's what they yearn for is a six foot circle to stay away from me. That's so, uh, <laughs> so they, yeah, that's not going to work out for your boy. I'm gonna. I'm going to be in the second wave. You're so tall, though, you can see over them. Well, he needs an eight-foot circle because he's so tall. <laughs> you need, a, you need an yeah. extra <laughs> diameter. Right. His, his spit droplets have a different trajectory. They do. Mm, they go they, further. Then, yeah, that's why it's six feet. Work out. That's all I'm saying. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. You're going to end up better. Do it at Sports and Wellness if you are a member. But I do think, like, that stuff has changed, like, all around, though, right? Because, like, people for the last couple months have put in so much, like, effort or resiliency or whatever into their own like at home fitness and like like you know they're like like you know you, how many people do you see at the parks and the trails throughout this whole thing like people are moving around on their own it might be a big culture shift like like gym wise i i don't know that i mean i'm projecting but i mean i wouldn't be surprised if if people do really ease back into that one there's some i don't know there's a closeness a proximity issue that i mean you can't just sit table six feet apart. You know, it, it doesn't work like that at the gym. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if people ease in. But then again, like those individuals who are willing 
to jump back in so early, I think I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised at how well it's being done. Speaking of missing things, I miss the sauna. But uh, what I miss way more than the sauna are day baseball games with my partner in yes. crime and co-host Fred Slow. And I know you've been listening to the show, and you know that we got John Traub, the GM of the Isotopes, coming up next. Is there anything Fred wants to ask John? Um, I mean, my go-to question every year when I first touch base with a with a team is what's new in the concession stand because you know I like to eat something weird. I still so, always uh, had that. Yeah. So, so obviously that's not going to go over without fans in the stands. But no, just uh, you know, he and everyone over there at the organization just you know send them my best and let them know that uh, I'm excited for them to be back and I'm excited for them to continue to set the standard for minor league baseball across the country. They do such an outstanding job there. And I'm not just a big fan of the team, but I'm a big fan of the organization. You're the bee's pajamas, Fred. We really appreciate you calling in and spending a segment with us. I miss you dearly. Have some fun with the fan. Come back to us. We miss you. Love you all. Talk to you later. Bye. More ABQ Central when we come back. John Traub, GM of the Albuquerque Isotopes, joins us. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. Welcome back, world. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents. ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. And you're listening to us on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. On the line, we got John Traub, general manager of the T- Isotopes. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Great morning. Got uh, some some delicious pastries and a cup of coffee and some good company. How you doing, buddy? That sounds like a great Saturday morning. So I am a huge baseball dork, and one of my <laughs> favorite things to do in the world mm-hmm. is have myself a little oat soda and a bag of peanuts and put my feet up at a day game. When can I do that again? Let me back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not up to me and it's not up to us. If it was, uh, you would have already been able to enjoy a handful of day games. Uh, you know, we're, we're, gosh, we're just waiting like everybody else, man. We're waiting on Major League Baseball to determine what's going to happen with their season and then in turn what's going to happen with the minor league seasons. And, uh, you know, honestly, uh, we could see a scenario where we're playing anywhere from zero to 50 games. Um, you know, there, the, with the with what we hear at the major league level and the expanded rosters, I mean, there could be a real chance that that there is no baseball this season uh, in Albuquerque or any other minor league baseball parks around the country. So, I know that's not the news people want to hear, but it is something that that uh, you know we've been monitoring, and it's it's been a likelihood for quite some time. So we don't know when exactly we're going to get a word on what the status of the season is, my friend, but. Uh, if we are able to play some day games, you'll be the first one in line, I guarantee you. Oh, oh, absolutely for sure. I miss you guys. We miss you guys. Albuquerque misses you guys. There's nothing like we going. We miss everybody as well. Oh, we bet. really, really do. It's, it's been a very, very difficult, challenging time from our organization's perspective. But i got to tell you, our, our staff has done just a terrific job with 
uh, our community initiatives and staying uh, engaged and involved in the community the best that we can during this time. And you know what? When it's safe and when we're able to get people back into the ballpark, uh, we will welcome everybody with open arms. We may not be able to hug everybody, but we'll yeah. make sure that we make sure that we welcome everybody back. Hard not to give high fives at a baseball game. Hey, John, Brandon Ortega. Good morning, bud. Thanks hey, for joining Brandon. us. How are you, man? I'm good. So a lot of news really flowed out yesterday concerning the minor leagues, financial cuts, and there's some great stories like Major League Baseball players helping out financially. What can you tell us about how, how the isotopes have been affected, uh, not having a season so far, and uh, just, the, just the state of you guys and how you guys are holding up on that end? Well, I, I think we're holding up okay. Um, you know, like I just mentioned, our staff is doing a great job with some of our community initiatives and, and really trying to stay out there uh, and, and make an impact. Maybe they may not be uh, headline-grabbing type of scenarios, but you know what? If we can make an, a difference with one person's life or, or make some people feel good uh, in, in various ways, then then we're happy to do that. But you know what? It's It's been difficult not being able to have a season yet and not being able to give answers because, you know, I can't, I, I can't remember the last time I said, I don't know. Uh, it, actually, it was probably since uh, high school math. It was probably the last time I said, I don't know, as many times as I have these last three months. Uh, it's really been a challenge, and and uh, not just for, for us, you know, for everybody in our industry, but let's not lose perspective on things, right? I mean, this has been a tremendously trying time for people all over the globe. So, you know, minor league sports and professional sports across the world will come back and are starting to come back in some situations and, you know, in, in without fans and things like that. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a while, I think, before we're, we're past this. John Schraub, general manager of the Isotopes with us on ABQ Central. John, you and your staff for years have done a fantastic job marketing, coming up with great new uniforms, great new identities of the Isotopes, the Mariachis being one mm -hmm. of the newest ones. Now, while we don't have baseball competition going on right now, maybe uh, anytime soon, we do have a competition coming up for the Mariachis. Tell us about that and how folks can, can help uh, you guys win another league-wide competition like you guys have done so many times. Well, I you know I appreciate that, and this is going to be something that we really need public support on because it's a public vote that's being done online. It's, it's really being headed up by minor league baseball. It's called their greatest Gora competition. It's an online contest, Gora, in, in Spanish means cap, and it's sponsored by Echo Outdoor Power Equipment. So what it is is all 92 teams that were going to be part of the, um, the what's called the Copa de la Diversión uh, competition, which we won the last couple of years, um, all 92 teams are competing in an online tournament-style uh, scenario where people can vote on the best cap in minor league baseball as far as the as far as the Hispanic outreach outreach program. So the Mariachis uh brand is going up against the Trenton Thunders brand uh on Monday. So people on Monday can start voting for the Mariachis and uh and then it'll be whittled down tournament style as we go. And you know, certainly we've gotten a ton of national publicity and obviously local accolades have been through the roof. Uh, relative to the mariachi program and it's just another way for fans to get involved and really show their love for the mariachis and everything that 
really is special about that initiative and how the community has embraced it uh, as well as they have. John, can you hit the Isotopes fans with the website where they can go vote for the Mariachi's kits? That they easiest well it's it's the cap um and and so the logo will be on there with the you know against the the competition really really simple it's just milb.com okay just go to milbbaseball.com you could probably get through there through our website as well through the isotopes website but you know the most direct and easiest is probably milb.com and then that'll that'll uh, show you how to get there but uh, you know it should be a lot of fun uh, they're doing it. There's 92 teams in this, and, and they've kind of done different pairings over the last few days, and the isotopes or the mariachis, I should say, pairing comes up on Monday. So it should be a lot of fun, and hopefully the fans will, will uh, respond. We're promoting the heck out of it on social media, and we will be continuing to do that as we lead up to Monday, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, John, your friend, our friend, and Albuquerque's friend, Brandon Ortega of KOB-TV, is covering for my normal co-host, Fred Slow, today. And Fred had a question for you. Okay. If and when isotopes come back, you got any plans Mm -hmm. for new concessions? What's the crazy new food that's coming this year? Well, I'm going to be kind of a smart aleck and say... We just want to be able to make sure we open the gates and we can offer any concession, (laughs) number one. Uh, So i got to tell you, probably the most uh, most exciting thing that somebody can look forward to is a good old-fashioned hot dog at the ballpark. Uh, whether that's uh, whether that's in the month of uh, June or July or August or whenever, uh, hopefully we'll be able to, to 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 warm up those grills and get get those uh, savory flavors going again. So you can tell your friend that uh, we're all looking forward to that that first hot dog of the year at some point. Hey, that's a the great answer. I will take that any day. I'm looking forward to a uh, isotopes amber and some peanuts whenever I can. There you get, go. Whenever I can get it. Uh, Yeah, so you're talking about the hats um, in the Mm -hmm. tournament uh, tomorrow. I love you guys' cross-promotion. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It starts on Monday, Mm -hmm. milb.com slash contests. I got a funny story real quick. Uh, I am a hardcore Astros dork, and um, I moved to New Mexico from Houston. I grew up right outside of Houston, and... The first green chili cheeseburgers night, you guys were going up against uh, the Fresno Grizzlies, which were playing as the tacos that night. Mm-hmm. And I brought my Astros tacos hat. And so I saw <laughs> literally me and one other guy in a stadium of 10,000 people had taco hats on. And the home fans could not have been nicer or more humble or more supportive. I got some nice ribbing, and I think... <laughs> It stopped right there. No serious burke beef. The fans are amazing. <laughs> and I know Albuquerque is really, really missing you guys. So besides, you know, the normal Topes gear, the Mariachi's gear, and uh, the Green Chili Cheeseburgers gear, you guys got any new promotions you're potentially planning on? Or is it the same answer as <laughs> the concessions? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we were pretty much ready to go come mid-March when we had to shut down, and uh, our promotional calendar had been released. We had six mariachi games on the calendar. We had 15 firework shows, bobbleheads. We had a wonderful singing or a, a musical uh, bobblehead uh, doll that we were giving away. Just a tremendous array of promotions 
both on-field type of promotions and giveaways. Um, and right now all that stuff is on hold and, until really we know what's going to happen with the season and 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 then we got to figure out what we're still going to be able to do. So, you know, in the meantime, instead of, you know, dwelling on we on what we are not able to do we're really focusing on the things that we can do and those are the types of things in the community that were you know been very very invested in and um uh, so our you know i i give a shout out to michelle montoya our director of community relations who's really been the spearhead of, of so many of those initiatives including our our trucking with you program where we're partnering with corporate partners and feeding truck drivers at various truck stops around the town we we're doing that pretty much every Friday, uh, including yesterday. And, you know, these aren't things we're doing for, for you know, the A1 above the fold type stories. These are these are just ways that we can give back and, and do ho- hopefully do something meaningful. Um, and we're also involved with another minor league promotion called the Community First Program, which is um, uh, something that we're doing in partnership with um, with Feed America, where uh, we're helping to provide meals for those in need and support local heroes. All people can go on. Again, it's another minor league baseball promotion. You can get there through the Isotopes as well, but milb.com. Uh, people can make donations in the name of the Isotopes, and those donations will benefit the Roadrunner Food Bank. And for every ten dollars that are donated, um, we will donate a ticket to a local hero. Um, so just, you know, that's been a tremendous program or one of the leading teams in the entire country who's been participating in this. And this only goes through the end of the month. So we only have a couple more days left. Where people can absolutely get involved with it and, and, uh, and really give to the food bank and help benefit people in the front lines that we're so thankful for. And uh, so that's just another example. We're doing a lot of other community initiatives that I'd be happy to talk about if time allows. But um, I just want to give a shout-out to Michelle and Kevin and Rebecca and, um, gosh, Andrew and other people on our staff that are just spending countless hours coming up with these types of great ideas and then executing them. It's been great. John Traub, General Manager of the Isotopes with us on ABQ Central John and his staff doing everything they can to be ready if a season does come back. Now, how about your manager staff and and your players? Warren Schaefer is a brand-new manager coming to the Isotopes this year, Uh, a young dude ready to to get after it. How has your communication been with Warren and all the players uh, that are hoping to play this year? Well, you know, Warren is just an outstanding individual, and and he's done everything that we've asked of him. And, you know, he's hunkered down at home in Pittsburgh with his family, and we had him do an online uh, coaching clinic about three weeks ago uh, where where it was about an hour and a half, and he engaged with local youth-oriented baseball coaches, high school coaches, uh, little league coaches, et cetera, and gave an hour and a half clinic on tips on how to, you know, how to coach. Um, it was really a, a neat experience. He's just a great guy who, who's got a heart of gold, and is, we really are looking forward to working with him when we're able to play. Um, you know, we've we've stayed in contact with other players, uh, players that have been with us previously, and you know, we don't know what our roster was going to look like this year, so it's hard for us to reach out to to any of those new players, but. You know, a lot of our alumni who are in the big leagues with the Rockies and other organizations, uh, and even guys that are playing overseas, 
um, you know, our broadcaster, Josh Sushan, has been interviewing players that are in uh, Korea and Japan and are getting ready for their seasons and have already started their seasons um, and, and really are the first professional sports across the globe to really get going again without fans. So it's been really neat to listen to some of those interviews. But you know what? It's a challenge right now, and uh, I think it's an opportunity for all of us to kind of reach out and, and connect in different ways that we haven't done before and to keep the isotopes relevant and the mariachis relevant, and whatever other name you want to call us, uh, depending on the day of the week with green chili cheeseburgers and whatnot. But you know what, guys? We're, we're, we're staying out there. We're broadcasting games on, on your stations. We're showing games, classic games on, on Facebook Live. We're showing games on the public access channel here in Albuquerque, Channel 27. So there's a lot of things that we're doing to to try to fill a little bit of a void in people's lives and, and be that little bit of a distraction and maybe a little bit of a, a sign of hope for folks as well. You heard it there, John Traub, Albuquerque Isotopes General Manager. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we'd love to have you back when we got some updates. Well, you feel free to call us anytime. Happy to do it. Happy to stay connected with you guys. Brandon, you've, I'm looking forward to hearing your latest musical uh, endeavors. Uh, you're, keeping, you're keeping the world entertained on your on your Facebook page as well, you, you've got a you've got an aspiring young musician in that family, and uh, it's fun to watch him play. Thank so, you, thank you uh, very much, John. Yeah, I really enjoyed being on with you guys, and thanks for the support. and And we'll all get back to the ballpark very soon, uh, and we'll do it together, and we'll do it when it's safe. and And I do want to say as well that when you know this is an important fact when when the ballpark does open up again, you know we've been spending just an, an extraordinary amount of hours planning and and kind of getting our um, our reopening plan in shape so that when we are able to open up the doors uh, fans can can trust that it's going to be done in a safe and and protected manner we're going to try to maximize uh, you know everything we can do to 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 create a safe atmosphere and so people don't have to be you know scared or reticent coming to the ballpark well, thank you for providing such an amazing service, an amazing uh, product for the Albuquerque community, and thank you for everything you're doing for the community. So if you need your isotopes updates, your isotopes news, please go to milb.com slash Albuquerque. We can get any kind of update you need for the isotopes or what's going on at the lab, and you got the link to the Community First Project. And please vote for the Mariachi's Hat on Monday on MILB.com slash contest. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, John. You got it, fellas. Have a great day. Take it easy, bud. Thanks. More ABQ Central when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Thank you to John Traub, Albuquerque Isotope General Manager, for joining us. Really excited for baseball to come back. A lot of sports are talking about coming back. Nothing's official. No. We got hockey. It's closer. Hockey's probably the closest. NBA's got a, a plan in place. that I think, I think on Thursday, we may have official word if it is going to happen. So that's very exciting. I heard whispers. Is it you basketball fan at all, Joel? I love basketball. Who's your team? Uh, well, the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls. I grew up in that area, so uh, oh, we should have had you on last week. To talk about the last dance. That was oh, that was man. fun talking about Dude, that. Yeah, that was growing up in that time mm-hmm. frame in that area. Like it's actually a little bit different perspective. I realized because to me that was just home. 
you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, uh, definitely Bulls. Um, not much to cheer for. The rebuilding after the last dance is still going on. Sure. Um, uh, so shout out to should, Bulls. They should have ended it with, and the Bulls are still rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> they did have it. They had they had the Derrick Rose days though, where they they, they they had some promising stuff going on, and then he got hurt. Yeah. They, so yeah, the, definitely a big basketball fan. That's what I'm looking for. I love uh, TNT. Uh, the Thursday night Barkley, Shaq, all mm-hmm. them inside like, the NBA. Like, oh, you know, you're crazy, man. Yeah, Look yeah. That's the best show on television, man. You're terrible. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I love that show. So, yeah, I'm a big basketball geek. Awesome. Potential 22-team restart of the season. Anyone who's in contention has a chance. They have a very condensed It's like eight, season. Eight, eight regular season games for each team, essentially, Get, giving those fringe teams a chance to get into the top yep. eight. Is that, is that pretty much the plan? That's what it looks like. And then, yeah, a potential 16-team playoff. Still negotiating how many teams are going to be in the playoffs, still negotiating where it's going to be. And I like that proposal because you leave out, what is it, the bottom eight teams that really had no shot. There's no, like, you're just risking injury, you know, to your young, uh, promising prospects. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bulls are probably in that mix, right? Like, it'd be better for you guys to just not play, right? You're too far out of the playoffs and you want to just keep everyone healthy? Theoretically, but. I, I think we need to go back to just trying to win games. Uh-huh. The whole tanking things kind of hit like a... But at this uh, point this year, are they already too far out? I, I think they, they are. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, but no, I, we all act like this is a new concept, but this is college, right? Like, this is college every year. So, like, they just put everyone in Put there. everyone in. Max Thunderdome. Yeah. That, that <laughs> whole agree. league. Like, if, someone, if the Pelicans win, great. They, got, they finally got their championship. I don't know why we're trying to, like... Try not to take advantage and just have some random team win it that never would have had a chance. I actually like that a little bit better. Yeah, like make, uh, make the, if the other teams are so well, good, they the, should be able to beat them. The Lakers get upset in the first round by the Charlotte Hornets, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, down. I think that's the point. Like that's why you bring in twenty two because I think sixteen teams usually make the playoffs. You give an additional eight teams that, like you said, never could have even had an opportunity to try to get in. They have an opportunity to climb back in and then maybe or maybe just do like a wild card thing where. They have to play for those spots if they really want them. There is a play-in round possibility, I think, is what is in the proposal. But, yeah, I like the plan they have in place. And, you know, like we keep talking about, those bottom eight teams, let them, you know, keep uh, recovering from injuries. They're too far out. They they can't get in the playoffs mathematically. And uh, they don't – I don't think they really want to come back. The Warriors certainly have been very vocal. They don't want to come back. Sure. Because – it's a lost cause season. Yeah, it's a lost cause. All you got to do, you're going to risk your star players. They're just looking towards next season. Yeah, there's there's too much to to lose for them. Well, if you want to play that game. game, if you want to play that game, just pick the best four, because that's how the NBA is every year anyway. Right. You know. So well, it's well, like wait, now you're going back and forth on it. No, no you want to give want to give like sixteen. I'm using teams. your logic now. I'm using your logic. <laughs> so it's like, well, if we just want the best teams. Well, the top four teams. No, I said best 16. I'll I'll do you one better. Let's just (laughs) skip straight to Giannis versus LeBron. Yeah, there we go. Call it a year and then start up a new one. No, I think it's a lot more wide open than that this year. Why don't they just do an all-star team? But for like The the all-star game was very fun this year. Yeah, just do the all-star teams again, but make it for a lot of money and just have it be that and see how hard these guys play. I mean, in the East alone, you got the Bucks, the Celtics, uh, man, it's hard, it's hard to remember all the teams that were doing Raptors, good. Uh, but no, the Heat oh, are pretty uh, good this year. The I Heat think, are an upstart. 
Yeah. Well, you know, um, about there's the more Raptors. Reigning champions. Yeah, the no Raptors one's are about the reigning champions. very underrated this year. <laughs> Without Kawhi, they're doing very well. There's, yeah, you, you can't just go four. you got to go at least 16. Oh, my God, dudes. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's it. Thanks for having That's me. That's it, man. Two hours. Thanks, Could you buddy. believe it? Two hours already through in the books. Wow. Joel, Albuquerque Aardvarks, please hit up everybody with your social media. I will. Albuquerque Aardvarks, ABQ Rugby, um, on all social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in those words. Two A's in Aardvarks, so you yes, all know. Yes, two A's. That's true. It's the A's. first thing in the dictionary. Uh, uh, Aardvarks. <laughs> the lovely and wonderful, talented, handsome Brandon Ortega, KOB TV. You hit him with yours. Yeah, I'll be back on tomorrow. Brandega on Twitter, KOB4 on Twitter. Yeah, looking forward to being back at work talking some sports tomorrow. The number one reliever in the game. Drew. Drew Tang. Well done today, sir. Good show, y'all. See y'all next week. You are listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by Mexico Pinion Coffee on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.